Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. John Chelico, System Chief Medical Information Officer at Common Spirit Health. Dr. Chelico, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Now, I know we have a lot of ground to cover. There's so many exciting things happening in IT and clinical digital transformation, but before we dive into the broader questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, I would. Um, I um, I was a computer science uh, student, uh, software developer, prior to going to medical school. Um, uh, worked for two health IT startups during um, that time. Ended up going to medical school. Ended up pursuing formal training in internal medicine with formal training in informatics. I like to say I uh, trained in informatics before it was cool. But since then, I've been sort of a career CMIO, uh, Chief Medical Information Officer for a number of large health systems in uh, New York State, uh, including the Health and Hospitals Corporation, NYU Langone Medical Center, and the past 10 years at Northwell Health. About a year ago, I joined Common Spirit Health um, as the system Chief Medical Information Officer within our physician enterprise, our, uh, our medical group that essentially is across 22 states. Um, but Common Spirit Health, um, just a little background, is um, one of the largest nonprofit health system in the country at this point, with about $35 billion in revenue. But we uh, practice in about 150 hospitals uh, across 22 states. Um, we have about 1,500 practice locations, and we work with um, either employee or work with about 25,000 doctors across the country. So very exciting to be there and uh, sort of in my year anniversary, um, I'm continuing to learn more about uh, what's happening across this uh, wonderful health system that we have. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on your year at Common Spirit. I know it's been a big year um, and definitely a lot of exciting things to come. So what are the big opportunities you see right now, as well as the headwinds that you have your eye on? Yeah, no, I think we have opportunities. I think post-COVID um, and COVID has definitely taught us a lot. Um, taught us how to do things uh, a little bit differently. Um, but I think post to COVID, I think we are dealing with a healthcare sort of system at large, not just common spirit, that is seeing significant staff shortages in physicians, nurses, frontline staff, even folks in, in sort of doing running the business and everything else um, within our health system. We also see sort of a decrease in volume and revenue um, that I think we're, we're sort of dealing with as far as headwinds. Um, but I think these are opportunities for us to sort of think a little bit differently uh, and and really see things a little bit differently and how we can approach um, sort of these age old problems that we sort of keep recurring in healthcare. Absolutely. I think that's such a great point. I know all health systems and hospitals across the country are trying to get used to what it takes um, to keep running and serving patients amid some of these shortages, definitely on the especially on the staffing side. So how do you think about from the technology angle and, and what you can do um, bridging that gap between technology and clinical care to really uh, allow for your teams um, to serve patients the best they possibly can, even amid some of these shortages? Yeah, no, I think we have to think of new ways of doing things. I mean, as a health, as a large health system, and I learned this when I was at Northwell Health, and I'm definitely learning how we can do this across 
you know, 22 states of common spirit health is the ability to see what things we can actually um, do at a, at a system level that can sort of deal with staff shortages. So things like um, our call center strategy across the organization, um, things like referral management that we can do at a, at a larger level. But the idea is, the idea is that, um, you know, if we can actually have a centralized function that would answer phones and um, deal with patient questions um, at a system level, we can do that for a group of physicians or, or across the country. And I think the, the idea is that the folks in the, in, at the front lines, whether it's in, our, in a hospital location or a clinic um, somewhere in an organization, is already taxed with a million things to do. And I think whatever we can do to sort of, you know, have that same interaction with our patients and that the same feeling for our patients that they're connected to our local practices, but at the same time, create a structure where they're really sort of speaking to someone who's not just covering one part of the organization, but maybe covering multiple locations at the same time. And that's sort of where we can really develop sort of economies of scale at a system level and to really kind of deal with some of these uh, issues, to be honest. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. And definitely it sounds like a great strategy to really support the team you have on the ground and do what you can, like you said, at the system level. Now, is there any other ways you look at um, from your vantage point, adding value and growth to the organization as a whole? Uh, what really stands out to you, whether it's on the staffing side or just one of the myriad other ways that, um, you know, you can really add value to a system like Common Spirit? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I think um, we have a way to go to actually, you know, use the use our electronic health record systems, our technology partners to actually, you know, improve the care that we deliver. Um, one of the things that you know I am I'm looking at at a national level is really really creating standards um, by which we want to interact with our physicians, our nurses, our care providers, our uh, and our patients really, um, and understanding how we can do that in multiple different environments. Now, Common Spirit Health is a large health system. We have a number of large vendors, um, you name it, um, Cerner, Epic, Meditech, um, eClinical Works, Allscripts, we have them all in some way, shape or form. And we are working towards, you know, getting to a single platform and, uh, you know, at least getting to a smaller list of, of platforms but until then, we sort of, at a, at a national level, need to sort of create standards by which we say, well, every patient should have a virtual registration, meaning that every patient should be able to sort of do a number of things that they normally would do with, with the front desk staff, but be able to do that online, whether it may be through their portal or maybe through some robotic process automation and have a compliant text messaging solution. But the ability for us to sort of, you know, deliver on that promise that, you know, we can we can get rid of the burden or that that work that has to be done by our front desk staff to collect, um, you know, registration information, insurance information, collect co-pays, collect consents, all of these things uh, have the ability and to even collect rudimentary clinical information for your visit um, can all be done sort of prior to the person even arriving at, the, at within the, the, the office visit. Um, it can be done for a procedure, it can be done for many other things. But I think, you know, thinking about how we can sort of do that and, and do that electronically, you know, it does sort of take burden off the staff, gives much more satisfaction to the patient because they can do it in a more relaxed environment. And sort of, I want to say there's even an expectation for some of our patients that this is the way you do things. I mean, if you normally sort of now go shopping or call a taxi or... <laughs> 
or you name everything else, everything else on your top, uh, you know, six apps on your on your smartphone these days, or deal with your bank, you generally have an interaction that is maybe you know asynchronous or online um, before you actually do the in-person sort of um, tasks. And and I think that's that's something that we want to do, and how we deliver that in different environments throughout the organization may be different, but the feeling should be the same. And I think this is both for our patients, but also sort of you know significantly. Um, improves the care that, you know, frontline staff are, are providing. Got it. I, I love that. I think it makes a lot of sense and definitely great to know that, you know, the technology is out there and just being able to leverage it and uh, get you into a space where the whole organization is uh, working like a well-oiled machine. I know it's easier said than done, but at the end of the day, um, having that opportunity speaks volumes. Now, I know we've talked a little bit about some of the challenges, whether it's staffing shortages or other areas that, um, you know, really make now a, a challenging time in healthcare and Certainly all resources are precious, but where do you see as being still important for hospitals and health systems to invest and, and maybe even take risks this year um, to make sure that they're set up for success in the future? Yeah, no, definitely. It's a great question. Um, now, well, number one, for a health system like ours, we may have some nuances in the sense that, you know, as we came together as Commons Stared Health, we have a number of sort of, um, you know, larger platforms that we work on, whether it's in RevCycle or revenue cycle or our clinical systems, or even sort of the, the you know, I would say uh, hundreds if not thousands of bolt-on systems that we have. I think the one thing that we know that we need to deliver on from a technology group for our organization is more efficiency and the ability to sort of make changes. And with that in mind, we're trying to really consolidate platforms so that our IT partners can sort of, you know, serve our staff and frontline providers and much more easily and, and not being able to sort of like uh, having to make one change that's uh, in, in 30 different systems, but, you know, make one change in maybe a handful of systems. I think that's one thing that we're sort of coping with um, at Common Spirit Health, but I think um, we're well on our way to kind of get that to a common platform and a common standard. I think that, you know, we have the ability to sort of use some of our, you know, technology partners. Um, one thing that kind of comes to mind is robotic process automation. And the ability to sort of again, um, you know, decrease some of the burden from what we normally do—the mundane stuff that we can do day in and day out—to improve things in revenue cycle, improve things in understanding cancer screening, uh, and quality metrics and gaps in care. Um, and if we can sort of have uh, a robot sort of run every night to to really do all the the things that a doctor would otherwise need to do prior to sort of opening a chart or prior to seeing a patient. Um, you know, why can't the robot go in and sort of understand where a patient may lie in their in their cancer screening and what gaps um, are, are there um, in their care, but sort of deliver that to the provider as a task and a question to sort of say, hey, you know, this patient hasn't had their colonoscopy in 10 years, or now they meet the age criteria for, for their colon cancer screening, um, and just really kind of lay that up um, so the provider can sort of just, you know, review it and 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 move on with the patient. That way, it's it's one less thing to sort of be burdened by, but it's one less um, one more importantly one 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 very important thing for our patients to sort of make sure that they got done. Um, there's countless sort of opportunities um, using those things, um, which you know we would need you know hundreds and thousands of people in our workforce to sort of be able to sort of automate. And robotic process automation does have some promise in us in in, in what we're doing um, at Common Spirit Health from a technology perspective. 
Absolutely. I think that's amazing to hear. And definitely, it seems like it is a, a great boost um, to both the clinical as well as administrative workforce um, to, to really boost efficiency. And especially, as you mentioned, times where, um, you know, there can be shortages or, or, or challenges with stress and burnout, that really seems like it'll be helpful. So I think before I wrap up here, I wanted to look in the future. Where do you see some of the best opportunities for growth and development from your vantage point as CMIO, as well as the teams that you work with? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think um, I see that the ability for us to use the data that we have within our, our electronic health record platforms and all our systems to really understand the data around the 20 million lives that we touch across the country. There's been statistics like we take care of almost one in four patients across the country or something to that effect. But whatever the case may be, we, ha we sit on a sort of a treasure chest of data, um, both sort of in understanding the structured data and how we collect it but really understanding how we can utilize that to improve the care of populations that we sort of serve. Uh, and the ability to sort of bring that um, to, the, to the forefront um, for our patients, uh, bring that and improve quality improvement, but also bring it to our patients in, in the form of research and being able to sort of contribute back to, you know, in real world evidence or, or even clinical trials with our life sciences partners, the ability for us to sort of harness this large treasure chest of data is going to be something that we need to capitalize on. Now, much of the data is sort of in our unstructured chart, and I think that's something we need to sort of overcome with through good partners in natural language processing, but I think we are definitely going getting further along in, in the ability to sort of us to sort of query that part of the chart and, and utilize it. I think the ability for us um, as a second thing in Common Spirit Health is to use um, some technology. You know, Common Spirit Health has some large tertiary quaternary care centers, some academic centers that, are, you know, are at the top of mind um, across the country. But at the same time, we also have small hospitals, critical access hospitals throughout the country that, you know, don't have access to the same care that we normally deliver in our quaternary and tertiary care hospitals. And the ability for us to sort of bring the specialists to where the specialists can't be, or bring the specialists to the place where, you know, there's no care setting for another three, 400 miles in places in the country is something that I'm excited for and part of the mission of Common Spirit Health. And we can't do this without technology and the ability for us to sort of have that same feeling and interaction with our patients or for our providers um, in those care settings is gonna be very important. Um, and as part of the, the, the thread of what Common Spirit is all about and making sure that every patient sort of gets the, the same care, no matter how they interact with our health system. And I think we can only do that through technology and, and through telemedicine and, and virtual visits and even asynchronous e-visits and other things. We'll, we'll definitely see a, a, a future um, where, you know, common spirit, uh, it doesn't matter where you walk into our organization, you'll sort of expect and get the same sort of experience. And however we can make that as frictionless as possible in our interactions with our patients, um, I think will be will will sort of carry a lot of weight for our patients and for our providers the same. Absolutely. 
I love that. I think it makes a lot of sense. And definitely it seems to be where healthcare is headed in terms of just the efficient connections on multiple platforms and on multiple levels. Dr. Chalico, thank you so much for being here on the podcast today. I've really enjoyed speaking to you and I'm looking forward to seeing you in person as well at our Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October. I know there'll be the specific CMIO forum that we're excited to have you there as well as at the broader event too, um, speaking on many of these themes. And, and I can imagine at that point, the discussion will be you know, even more more interesting um, with the way technology is evolving. I am looking forward and honored to participate. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.